Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Lord, your word says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As we hear your word, we pray that reveal yourself to us, deposit yourself into us. Let our faith come alive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Let's all say that together. The just shall live by faith. Does that explain why things are still going the way they are going for you? Think, 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 think. Does that explain why things are not going the way you thought God would like it to go for you? It's not the number of times you come to church, but it's the faith you practice. I put it on Facebook today somewhere that I heard Papa say it and it was a blessing that it is your faith that authorizes prophecies to work for you. Prophecies work based on the faith that is engaged. Not based on the one, based on the one who is prophesying. <laughs> faith. Your confidence in God's word. Faith. Your confidence in God's word. Your confidence in God's word. That is what makes the difference for you. Someone shall have faith. If the devil were you, he has to do everything possible to keep you out of the realm of faith. Because you only live as the just by faith. Habakkuk 2 4, Romans um, 1 17, Galatians 3 11, and Hebrews 10 38. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Shall we all say it together? Let's say it again. Abraham. I like the way the Bible puts it. But Abraham, what has he got? Abraham was an ordinary man. It, he, he's an ordinary, he was an ordinary man with faith in God. That made him extraordinary. He was an ordinary man with faith in God. And that's what made him extraordinary. Now, if you have faith, Abraham's breakthrough was not because of his children. His breakthrough was not because he was exceptional. It wasn't because of the time he lived. Abraham's breakthrough, in Romans chapter 4, he said, what shall we say that our father Abraham has got according to the flesh? Verse 1, Romans chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Look at this. Shall we all read it out loud from the screen? Is it okay we read it out loud? Let, let's go. Let's read it. What shall we say that Abraham has found according? What shall we say has gone according to the flesh? Verse 2. Let's go. For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Look at verse 3. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. So, what shall we say? Verse 1 says, what shall we say that Abraham has gone? What is the uniqueness about Abraham? Verse 3 said, he believed God. That's all. It is your faith that defines, real blessing is faith. You want to know how blessed you are? Check your faith level. Faith with God. It all rises and falls predicated on faith. Faith. Whatever God can do for you or whatever God can do to you, whatever God can do with you has everything to do with your faith. These signs shall follow those who believe? They believe the fact that these signs will follow them. Mm. You are not miserable. Right. 
You are not miserable. It's just that you are, you are, you are not building your faith. So it puts you in the realm of the others. How can you, your father is a millionaire. Your father is a millionaire and yet you are homeless. You have joined the guy sleeping by the train station and tube station and begging for food. How can that be? It's because you have decided not to make use of your, your status or who you actually are. You've just ignored that. You don't care. You suffer the same thing every ordinary human suffers. It is an error. And walk in fear. When, when everything, anything negative, you are so much afraid because you, I mean, how can you fear like every other person fears? Can you imagine? President Putin has sent you on a mission to Russia. And some people are upset because they said, if you come around, they are going to attack you. And you are so worried. Putin sent you, don't worry. Russia is for Putin. Yes. If you lose your job, he will fix you. He said, oh, your boss will say, your boss will sack you because President Putin called you to the Kremlin and he had a meeting with you and you couldn't go back and you are going to lose your job. So you are so worried. Oh. No, you can't be worried because you are not bothered. Putin is going to fix you. God will fix you. Yeah. The question is, but why, then, why is he not then fixing me? It is you, it's not him. Because you have not put your confidence in him. In 1 John chapter, chapter 5, verse 14, it says, this is the confidence we have in him. Say confidence. Say confidence. confidence. Say, this is the confidence we have in him that when, when we pray according to his will, he hears us. And I like the verse 15. It's, it's more even powerful. It says that if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have. So it's, it's not like I have to think about, I'm wondering, hey, will you get, if, if, you see, it's because you don't know he hears you. That's why it's affecting your prayers. It's not because the pastor hasn't prayed for you. Even sometimes the pastor, you tell him the problem, his faith is lower than your faith. Because you are telling the pastor that doctor said, I've got cancer. And as, as soon as he said, he remembered his cousin died bitterly through cancer just recently. So he's praying for you, but he knows that you are going to die. <laughs> but he's doing his job, you know, and because he says he should pray for you. So he will pray for you. But he actually doesn't believe. Read your Bible. He said, it's the prayer of faith that makes the sick person whole. It's not the prayer of the prophet, not the prayer of the apostle, not the prayer of the pastor. It's the prayer of faith. Shout yes. In Christianity, everything evolves around faith. Your victory is in life, it's faith determined. Your victory in life. Read your Bible. I can't wait for December's faith seminar. Read your Bible. It says that First John chapter five verse four. Uh, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. What makes you a victor? Not What makes you a victor and not a victim is your faith, not your church. But the church you attend has everything every impact on the faith that you develop. Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing. Some of you are here, your, your mother aborted you four times. Aborted blood flow, blood flow, but you said me, I'm not coming anywhere because I have to eat McDonald's. I have to go to church. God has an assignment for me. I am not coming anywhere. You stand in your mother's room, and today look at you, shout hallelujah! We restrict ourselves with a very, um, hey, this is a good one. You restrict and limit and um, restrict and limit and just, just confine your opportunity on yourself with outdated information which looks current. Outdated information. They say, no, this is how it happens. This is how, that's how, that's the, the statistics. But there's another statistic you are carrying by faith. It's, it's much more real because this brings hey, ya, ta, ta, ta. Bible says that by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Shout hallelujah.
faith, you've got wealth. When you've got faith, you, are, you have an upper hand. This is the victory that overcomes the world. If you have faith, show me someone with faith and I'll, tell, I'll show you someone who cannot go down. Because he said, if you believe, if you believe, all things are possible for the one to the one who believes. Mark 9.23. If you believe, all things are possible for you. Not God, for you. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes, the one who is believing, not the one whose brother is believing or whose pastor is believing. The actual person who is believing. I want us to have Christians in the modern day church who are going to operate in high frequency of faith more than many pastors. Because there's a, there's a seeming issue going on in the body of Christ. Seeming issue where the enemy is trying to many church leaders and pastors to focus on things that don't matter and lose sight of the Holy Spirit and faith. So many pastors nowadays, they are good people, genuine, gen, genuine men of God, but they've lost sight of the Holy Ghost, constant and close work with the Holy Ghost and allowing the Holy Ghost presence to saturate the churches and teaching on faith. A pastor who does not teach on faith is endangering the health of the church. Because the just shall live. In the 1400s and the 1500s, during the Reformation, William Tyndale and George Whitfield and Martin Luther and John Calvin and some of those guys, at the time God raised them, the clergymen were so ignorant and blind to the things of God that Martin Luther them, their influence on ordinary Christians made ordinary Christians more powerful than clergymen. clergymen. That's, is it George Whitfield who said, I'm going to make sure that the ordinary man on the street will know more Bible than the Pope. That's where we are going. And so, what I'm saying is that as you are here listening to me speak, God is preparing you to build more faith than somebody who has finished Bible school. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So he heard my brother saying that if you don't keep hearing, you'll be running out of faith. How many times are you supposed to hear? You just have to ask yourself, how many times are you supposed to breathe? If you're able to tell me how, how many times you're able to breathe, then that's the, the number of times you're supposed to hear the word of God. How many of you since last year have you eaten? The amount of food you have consumed today, it can feed about five people. when I look at you. <laughs> I know you, you were actually created to eat. Eat the word of God. <laughs> That's what I mean. When I look at you, I can tell you love the word of God. Am I speaking the truth at all? How often do you have to hear? Every time. Every time. Every time. Switch off the television or switch off the music just ordinary stuff and start exposing yourself to God's word because your situation is getting out of hand and you are looking for people to have pity on you have mercy on you to pity you oh sorry oh sorry didn't know it would happen don't worry don't worry what else can they do you are not an object of pity stop living that cheap life I don't like people to pity me I don't like I don't want people to feel sorry for me Everyone listening to us, listen to, listen to me very carefully. Carries, you, we will never be stranded. Amen. See the auditorium God will provide for us. Never be deceived to think that we'll be stranded. We are a different breed of people because we are at the faith breed. We are the faith breed. We are the faith breed. Shout hallelujah. Listen. How was the world framed? Listen to this very carefully. I want to show you something. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, 
Okay, let's all read that from the screen. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Lord, for the last time. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. How were the worlds framed? By the word of God. How were the worlds framed? By the word of God. That's how the world was framed. Mm-hmm. Who made the world? God. How did He make the world? The worlds were framed by faith. <laughs> the world was framed by faith. Let's see how God did it. Genesis. And God said, let there be, and there was. And God said, let there be, and there was. Verse 9. And God said, Genesis chapter 1. I like to talk about that. I'll keep talking about Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Then God said, let there be. Verse 6. Then God said, let there be. Verse 9. Then God said, let there be. Verse 11, then God said, let there be. Verse 16, then God said, let there be. Verse 20, then God said, let there be. Verse 24, then God said, let there be. Verse 26, then God said, let there be. Verse 29, then God said, let there be. God, God said. And then verse 31, then God saw. So how does God make it? By speaking, by speaking, by speaking, by speaking. Faith made this world. Let's listen to this very carefully. And then when man showed up, the first assignment God gave man to do. When God created man, he said that, Take care of the garden. Take care of the garden. But he, the activity made him actually do for him to see is verse chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, when he created the animals. All right. The Bible says, verse 18 says, God says it wasn't good for man to be alone. I'll make him help, help me. And then verse 19, chapter 2, verse 19, the Bible says that, look at this. And then God, out of the ground of the air, God formed every beast of the field and every bed of the air and brought them to Adam to see what Adam will call. Say call. call. Say call. call. I can't say call. call. He made them to see. Start. Exercise the, the, your vocal cord, the powers of speech. Say something, Adam. Start saying something. And to my amazement, whatever Adam said, sealed it. Watch this. And what happened? And, no, no, no. The same, the same verse. What he, to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, what was it? That was his name. Settled it. So, God was trying to tell when you, whatever you say is what you get. Do you know why you are sick? Check what you've been saying. Not so much what you eat, but what you say. Most of us don't know that. You can die or live based on what you say. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. I want to show you something. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. We have to all read it out now. Proverbs chapter, eight, chapter 18, verse 21. Are you ready for us to live? read it aloud? Yes. Right, let's, let's go. Ah, watch this. What are we talking about here? Death. And what? These are, the, these are the two extremes of life. Death and life. Death and life. You are either living or you are dying or dead. <laughs> Death and life. But we found out by the word of God, where is death and life? Where are they? Where? In your mouth. It is your mouth that is killing you. Or is your mouth that is giving you the laughter, the victory? Yes. It's your mouth. It's in your mouth. He said, and whoever loves you will eat the fruit of it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. To the extent that when God created man, Genesis chapter 1 verse 18, I will say, and God blessed them and said to them, if he didn't say it, too happy. Just laying on earth is not enough. He has to issue something. Speak it. God blessed them and said, let there be life. Death, your confession will determine your possession. Your confession will determine your possession in life. I said earlier on that Christianity, (laughs) listen to this, this is a good one. Christianity, um, let me put it this way. Christianity starts and ends with confession. 
everything Christianity has to do with confession. The just shall live by faith. Don't forget that. The just shall live by faith. That's where we are going. I'm going to show you how the just shall. Because if you shall live by faith, you must know how faith works and then keep living by faith. Christianity, how do you become a Christian? In Ephesians chapter, listen to this very carefully, okay? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. You should know what's there already. It says that by grace, how are you saved? How are you saved? By grace. It's God's work, grace. But so how do you benefit it? Through faith. So God brings grace to the table. You bring, you bring faith to eat that what grace has brought on the table. Without faith, you can't eat what grace has provided. To dine on the banqueting table of grace, all you need, you need the fork, the cutlery of faith. It will take your faith to bring grace to make it eatable, to make it a reality. Faith, someone shall faith. He said, we are saved by grace. That's the whole thing is grace. So grace is God at work. We are saved by grace, but it will require your faith. You are too scared. The devil is happy. You are too scared and you are repeating the same conditions that are going on. Stop saying those things. That's what I'm going to. It's the things you are saying that Satan is, 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 is paying you with. He doesn't have money. What you say, that's his currency. He says, okay, that's what you are saying. That's what you are saying. That's what you, because this entire system is a word operator system. So he's always trying to listen to what you are saying. Once you say it, the Bible says, can you imagine how Jesus put it? Hey. Jesus said in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 12 verse 36. Uh, some of you do not like to see this text. Matthew 12 36. Can you imagine? This is Jesus speaking. If you have your Bibles and it's red letter, you find out that it says that, but I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Word. Every word. But the 37 is the most, it's the same thing, but it's kind of intense. Look at 37. Let's all read 37 together. Let's go. Not your deeds, so. Not what you are doing. It's what you are saying. Death and life lies in the power of the tomb. So in Christianity, watch this, how are we saved? By grace, through faith. So you bring faith to the table. So now let's, let's examine how people get saved. Okay, how people make use of grace, the saving grace. It's called saving grace, okay? How people make use of it to be saved. And from what we read Ephesians, it said by faith. So is that all you do, faith? So how do you, how do you okay, how do you faith into salvation? Does that make sense? Can you break it down for me to know how I can faith to be saved? Does that make sense? And so in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, it tells us salvation, how we get saved. It says, Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, verse 9, it says that, that if you will confess with your mouth, watch this, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be what? Saved. But I thought you said it takes faith to be saved. Yeah, that's how the faith works. The definition of faith is believing and saying. That's faith. Faith is believing. It starts in, you believe something in your heart, inside your heart. And then once you believe it, and how do you, you have to hear it before you can believe. Because like Bishaka was telling us earlier on, faith is not like something that you, you choose. Okay, okay, I'm going. No, 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 no. You have to hear something, a word from God. And then the word from God you hear becomes the platform of your faith. That is what, that's what best faith. Faith comes by hearing, and, but specifically, specifically hearing the word of God. So now, he says that, for if you shall confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe. Ah, so what you say matters as long as your salvation is concerned. That's how it works in Christ. When he said the just shall live by faith, do you know what it means? The just shall live by, watch this, 
believing and speaking believing and speaking believing and speaking believing and speaking believing or believing God's word and speaking what and speaking God's word believing and speaking God's word believing and that's faith that's faith so if you want to be healed what are, what are you supposed to do believe the word of God on healing and speak it and speak it hmm. this leads me to before I go further Say confession. confession. Say it again, confession. confession. The Greek word translated confession in, let me, where, where can we find confession? In verse 10. Verse 10 of that same text. In, in Romans 10, 10. Say that, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto. So if you don't confess, you can't land on salvation. So what makes you think that your faith will work outside of what you are saying? You can't say one thing and have... No, it does, faith is a, a combination of what you believe and you are saying. That's faith. So you want to know someone who has faith, just listen to them carefully. You will know where their faith is. Now, watch this. Now, the word confession, the Greek word for the word confession is homologia. Homologia. I mentioned in the last in our faith. Homolo, let's all say homologia. homologia. Say it again. Homologia. Homo. Same and logia, logic, theology. What's theology? Study, study of what? Of God. Um, biology, bios, logic. Logic, logic actually comes from logic, reason behind things. So reason why things. So the bios, bios is life. Reason why life behaves like this. Okay. Whatever you have, so um, logi at the back. It's like studies, the same word, and the same as reason why things are like that. Okay, so watch this very carefully. When I say, Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word of God, and the word Jesus Christ, the logos is the word, the, the Greek word for the word was God. That word is the logos. All right, the reason behind things. Someone listening to me. So now when we talk about homologia, it's, it's made out of two words, same and what? Where, where logos means word. Same what? Same. What's the meaning of homologia? Same word. And homologia is translated in English as confession. So, Bible says you are saved by faith. Okay, so in Romans chapter 10 verse 10, it says that, so... Um, for with the heart man believes, and with the, with the mouth, with the what? Mouth. With the what? Mouth. With the mouth, homologia is made unto salvation. So the homologia, not just, most of, you, most of you, when you hear confession, you remember the days of Catholic Church. Well, you have to go and kneel down and tell the Catholic priest about how many apples you have stolen from the pantry. Right, so it's 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 not it's not, it's not negative. Homologia confession has to do with homo, same word. So you are saying what God's word has said. So you have to repeat. So how can you homologia if you don't know what God has said? Are you getting so homologia is repeating actually something that has a word, repetition of a word that has been said. So homologia doesn't come from self. Even you is the one, like, like mimicking. If you are mimicking somebody or you are copying somebody, the fact that it's the word, you use the word copy must mean that there should be a, 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 a third party or a second person who you, the copier, are copying. How can you, how can you say this is a photocopy or not even a, a copy of what was given me if you don't have what was given you? So when you talk about copy, it means that there should be an original. So when you are saying that, saying same thing that has been said, that, that means that first of all, something must have been said which you know so you can say. If you don't know it, what are you going to say? So not knowing word of, your, the word of God is your biggest trouble. Your biggest, as long as you can know the word of God, Satan will be happy. He can keep you permanently grounded. 
because it takes the word of God to bail you out of any unpleasant situation other than that Satan still reigns. Say the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God but faith works by speaking. Homologia, you have to speak it. Same speaking. Same word. Same, it says, with the mouth, not with the mind. <laughs> with the mouth, not with your mind. Oh, I know what I'm thinking. It's in my heart. No, no. It's in your heart. It doesn't work for you. It starts with your heart. Bible said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. If you tell me it's in your heart, we'll find it out of your mouth. There's no way it can be in your heart and it will show in your mouth. Well, as long as it's in your heart, it will come out. Have you remembered the way you didn't even realize when you told him I love you? You've been trying to keep it back, keep it back for a long time. You told him, he didn't want to say it. And then uh, I, I, I remember when we were in secondary school, we are all Christian brothers, so fire, we fire Christian brothers, you know, you can't tell. But one of the brothers liked one of the sisters. So he just put it a nice way. Um, with the love of the Lord. He said, um, um, let's put it this way. His love and mine. My friend, leave this out. We all know, tell me that he's yours. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. But you guys what out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth. So the reason why, one, the reason why people don't see the hand of God in their life is number one, there's not enough word of God in their hearts. Number two, because they are not speaking the word, even if it's in their heart, if they, they get the word, they are not speaking. The word is not building in their hearts. And they are waiting for a special prayer from a very powerful prophet a powerful man of God to lay hands on them, abracadabra. Abracadabra. Then you, are, you are seeing stars and everything is changing. No, 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 no. Jesus said, oh, I like what Pishaka said. That was a blessing. He said, Satan has sought to shake you like wheat. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. But I have prayed for you that your faith, and Pishaka said, your faith, what you keep hearing me say it, the things that as you have stayed with me, you've heard it so much, that is what is going to save you. Not my prayer anymore. I've said enough to you that must take care of you. Prayer, my prayer will work for you at this time. And my prayer, you know the prayer I pray? He said, I pray for you that your faith, what you have heard from me, you'll be able to put into action. ISIS, Turkey have decided to shoot your plane down. Pilot, pilot. But I pray for you that you'll be able to use your parachute. If you're able to use your parachute, other than that, you will die. But as long as you have your parachute, everything is in place, you'll be fine. Is somebody listening to me? From today, your story is changing. I said, from today, your story is changing. I see victory all around you. So you understand why we speak these things? Now, Jesus said, of a truth, I say to you, before I go to what Jesus said, look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. This will, this will get your attention. When I saw it, it said, it got my attention. I said, wow, there's stuff in the Bible. He said, man, can you believe this? So, it is what we don't know that is really troubling us because if you knew this, you, you would take advantage of what you are saying. He said, you are snared by the words of your own mouth. Not your enemies, though. Your enemies can win if you can keep saying the right things. You are snared. Snare is a trap. You are trapped. So you are trying to get out of this bad situation, this bad marital situation, this inability to get married, this inability to get a good job, this inability to do what you have to do in life. You are ensnared by the things you are saying. Life is very bad. I'm so tired. I want to give up. Anyone who gives up, listen, they show it a long time ago by what they say. Pastor, you know, people are very secretive. Some people, they will never let you know because they don't trust you. 
They don't try. But if you, if you open your ears very carefully, you can tell where people's heart is. Ah, people's heart are by what they say. Some of them cannot even shout amen. When they say God is blessed you, they can't say amen because they have confidence. They have convinced themselves. They've convinced themselves that their, situ- their situation is irrevers- irreversible. I said, to, I said again, I put you on Facebook, but Papa said that there's no irreversible situation with faith. Faith can take off any, with faith, nothing is irreversible. Lazarus died. He said, don't worry, believe. I told you, if you can believe, you see the glory of God. Shout, I believe. I believe. Tonight, my assignment is very simple. Your faith is no faith until you speak it out. What you speak, what you say, is what actually tells us about your faith. And that's what tells us what God can do for you. Listen to how Jesus put it in Mark chapter 11. In Mark chapter 11. Confession matters. Jesus said, if if you confess me before men, I'll also confess you before God. That's serious. He said, be careful how you hear. Be careful what you hear because it will affect what you say. I love what the gentleman said. He said, now this, he's cut some people off. If you come around him, you realize that you are going to be speaking something negative. You are going to be speaking what is not in compliance with where he's going. He just cuts you off. Some of you haven't realized that in life, you cannot please everybody and make it. You can't please everybody. Because if you please the Tory, the Labour Party, they'll be upset. If you please the Labour Party, the Green people, <laughs> you can't please everybody. You can't please everybody, and you must know what you stand for. Yes. That's 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 how I live my life now. I know what I stand for. I don't know everybody will be happy with that. Jesus, Christ, can you imagine Jesus Himself? They hated Him. One day He came to church. He preached a powerful message. After the message, the Bible said they took him, they were upset with him. They took him to the brow of the hill to throw him out. After preaching, rather. And the message was powerful. The Bible said that they, they all, they all bore witness that this thing the guy is saying is serious. Human beings. Bible says that in Acts chapter 19, Paul went in, in the synagogue and reasoning, not that he was just shouting, hallelujah, someone say hallelujah, someone say hallelujah, hey, I don't know, you'll be blessed, I don't know why, but say hallelujah, no, Paul didn't do that, he went and reasoned with them, they understood what he was saying, in Acts chapter 19, from verse 8, he went into the synagogue, and for three months, he was reasoning with them, reasoning, he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading, so he didn't have, he had facts. He didn't have empty words. He had facts. Intelligent words. He was speaking with them. They knew what he was talking about. He was reasoning some concerning the things of the kingdom. But listen to what, look at the next verse. Some didn't believe. Look at all. But when some were hardened and did not believe, they chose. Believing is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's not a feeling. It's a choice. Is someone listening to me? Most people have stayed in the realm of, I feel. <laughs> I feel, I don't know. Hey, okay, let me tell you this. As I'm growing up, this is one of the things I've discovered as well. In the United Kingdom, I've discovered most of the people below certain belts of the food chain, at the bottom of the food chain, most of the people who don't have money, those who are not aristocrats, those who are not really, those who are meant not to really succeed. I've been thinking about, can you imagine you finished school 10 years ago, you are still paying. When you get a good job, as long as you are earning below something, they leave you. So if you try to rise, they begin to take it from you. Hey. It's an interesting system. But what I discovered is many people grow up in our country and in the West, the first thing to, about life is right. Right to happiness. So you see a little child, two years old, three years old, I'm sad. I'm sad. I hear, yeah, it's not fair. I hear now there are some dolls. You, you, you squeeze it and say, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm sad. I need a candle. I'm sad. I need a candle. 
So some of you have grown with it. Grown with it. Any little thing you are sad. You go to work, you don't get a job or you don't get the position you want. You are sad. The next day you wake up. One of their sisters last year, so a new job. You got unemployment. And one morning you woke up, you said, no, I don't feel like going. You didn't go to work. And then she repeated, I was like, why didn't you? So today I didn't feel like going. And I, no, I knew why. She has been programmed to fail already. So she was just leaving it out. Because failure is in her mind. Failure, you, an adult like you, you wake up in the morning today, I, don't, I just don't feel like going to work. The next day when she was going, the call, I said, oh, come, come back. <laughs> don't, don't come back. Have you noticed that most, most of the good jobs, the top jobs, you can't mess about? Is there, is there... <laughs> the ones that sometimes only telephone interviews, okay, they don't, they don't even look at your CV, nothing. No. Those ones you can you mess up and easily, and someone's like, I won't, I won't go to that, I don't feel like going. Some people leave a, a company, they leave a job because, why do you do that? I'm not happy there. I'm not happy. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm not happy. I'm just so but how are you going to eat? Oh, government will give me something to eat. That's why. That's why. But some people, they don't need it. They are just lazy. Lazy. Some of them are listening to me right now. They are not here. They are not here. They are, they are watching me. Lazy. Lazy. Go and work. Go and work. Lazy. It is not okay for the government to take care of you. When you have energy, you can work. Bible says, he who does not work must not eat. Go look for a job. Lazy. Lazy. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise the Lord. For two years, you are not working. You are, you are not sick. You are not working. And you are just home, watching TV and gathering fat. All right, let, let me finish. Up. Let's go back to homologia. <laughs> we are in Salonis every now and then. Listen, listen, we don't want to raise failures. And failure is in the mind. Because some of you don't know there's something wrong with it. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with it. When you were 16, your mother told you to go and get a boyfriend. They got you pregnant so they can, you can get council flat. Ah! Meanwhile, in your destiny, you're supposed to be an estate owner. You should own estates. Now you want to be a council flat uh, tenant. You can't even buy it. Council flat tenant. And then you give birth to two, two, one boy, one girl, so that they can give you two rooms. And then you can sublet one room. And you are there wearing designer shoes and designer. And then come to church. Oh God, bend that so Lord. Oh God, bend that so Lord. Oh God, bend that so Lord. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? Oh God, and you want us to pray for you, that you be jacking. That, that's all. And any little thing, that's why you can't, even in church, you are not very useful. Because any little thing, your emotions kick in again. I'm sad. I'm not happy. I'm not happy in the way they were treating me. I'm sad. I don't like the way he spoke to me. I'm sad. God! All those who are not clapping, they are suspects. be nice that the tithe you are giving is something you have sweat for. Oh, it's so nice. But as handsome, as beautiful, as agile as you are, it's taxpayers' money that is taking care of you. Oh, it's not that you are sick. If you are sick, you have a form of disability, you are going through a process, or you are in between jobs for three months. Three months is too much, but at least you less, you know, it's okay. It's okay, but you have been on benefits for two and a half years. Huh? Go and get some cleaning job. Start doing it and earn the money you, you are chopping. Earn it. Earn it. Don't, don't be a, a, a liability to the taxpayer. Earn, earn it. You won't clap, you, so you won't clap for now. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. 
How do you get yourself out of situations you don't want? Find out what God has said about you. Let me show you something. Most of you don't know. I'll show you this text in Mark chapter 11. Then I'm going to show you something in close. Most of us haven't realized that. Confession, watch this. Oh, say confession. confession. Let me say it before I bring up. Confession is not supposed to be some um, euphoric thing. Okay, 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 okay. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh, yeah, y'all feel it. No, 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 no. How many of you have been given medication by the doctors before? And you keep taking them. Does the sentence change? No, it doesn't change. But you keep taking it. The sentence begins to change gradually. Sometimes you keep doing the same thing after a while. Some of you, the vitamins you have been swallowing. It should be, watch this, it should be your norms. You stuff your system with the word of God so much that it comes out without thinking. The reason why sometimes when people start learning how to drive, the shift stick, the manual car, it's, it's like, how can I engage my leg in the same thing and then watching this and, you know, you know before, before I used to drive, I used to wonder, but how are they doing it? Because I, one day I remember I asked, but how does he know that this is gear number one or two? Because, I mean, I have to look at it all. Now that if I'm, I'm negotiating a bend, I'm ten, I don't know how, I just look at them, you know. I don't change name without looking at me. It comes naturally. If you cross me suddenly, I will, no one will show me where the break is. I just know naturally. The keyboard is, the, when they are playing the song, it's so, so that is how homologia is supposed to be like. You, you, you say so much, you refit the word so much that th- these things come natural. No one will catch you saying something that is different from what God is saying. Just right. say it. And then what, guess what happens? That, that's what it means, to, watch this, to be living by faith. <laughs> you receive God's word and you, you keep homologia. Just say the same. Just say the same. So even though the doctors have told you something, just look for what God has also told you. And then you say that one. Say that one. Say that. They said you are supposed to be on medication. Take the medication, but say what God is also saying. I shall take it. Say what God is saying. And let your confidence be in what God is saying. Put your heart in what God is saying. And just say, just keep what, you can keep taking your medication based on your level of faith. Medication doesn't spoil faith. Listen, medication does not spoil faith. If medication, medication spoils faith, you should brush your teeth by faith. You wake up in the morning, by faith. Oh, some of you, yeah, shower by faith. Shout by faith as soon as you get home. Thank you, Jesus. I'm cleansed by the blood. I'm cleansed by the blood. Amen. So it's not, it's not wrong to do the normal things, but you must be above the norm because you must take hold of God's word, which created everything. Code of God's word, and don't let just it just stay in your heart or in your mind. Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. That text has blessed me so much. I didn't know that it's so loaded. I quote it a lot of the times, a lot of the times, and I'm quoting it over and over again because it's so loaded for us. It blessed my soul. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, have faith in God. Verse 22 said, have faith in God. Then verse 23 said, hey, for assuredly, let's, is it okay we already are allowed? Okay. Let's go. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. Wow. So, now, listen to this. For assuredly I say unto you, whoever prays, whoever does what says to this mountain, be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but feels that it's work. You see the difference? Feeling. Most of us, we are feeling. That's why I said we have been trained to always say, I feel, I feel. I feel, oh, I feel depressed. I feel very sad. I feel very scared. I feel, I feel. 
Work with God. I believe God. Learn how to say, I believe God. Instead of saying, I fear things are not working. Say, I believe God. You can tell that from, this, from, from, by, from the sight, from your sight, by sight, you can tell that things, doesn't, things don't look good. Some of you know what I'm talking about. As I'm talking about, some of you have certain letters in your bag. Letters of not a pleasant news. You have it. Letters. It's in your bag. You have it. Some of you have credit card that is dead in your pocket, in your wallet. Dead. Credit card. Credit card. And it's, it's different if you don't use it because it's dead. You are owing, so you can't throw it away. You have to fix this. And your heart is sinking. You are not happy because the, it, the things are piling. Some of you, as I speak, you have a phone line. In the late 90s and early 20s, if you call the line, they said, this line has been disconnected for non-payment of bills. Yeah. Uh, you know that's how we... <laughs> Thank God. I'm sure it's God who touched somebody's heart to change the thing. So I'm what I'm talking about, some of us are living with real challenges and issues. You, you have it at your, your condition, your financial situation is quite disturbing. Your relational situation is really out of hand now. You thought you guys were going to get married or something. But now, look, you, you know that this uh, And you want me to pray that the boy will come back to you. I won't pray. <laughs> Lord, Pastor, please pray. My boyfriend has just left me for another girl. I, oh, Father, I thank you. <laughs> As I lay my hand on her head, let sense come into her head. <laughs> Your boyfriend has gone for another girl, and you are sad. We should pray for him to come back. You have really reduced us <laughs> to imbeciles. But you should come as a pastor celebrate with me. I didn't know he would honor me this way. Oh, I didn't know he would. When he does that, send you a tongue insult. He said, thank you. Thank you. Don't be angry. He said, thank you. Even though you don't like the other woman. Because what women can't tell. What's it about her ears or her legs? Is she better than me? Hey, hey. Homologia, homologia. Homologia, homologia, homologia. Am I talking to somebody? Jesus said, I say unto you, if you say to this mountain, whoever says to this mountain and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that whatsoever, whatever he says, believe, believe, that, uh, believe that those things which he says shall be done, he shall have whatsoever he says. So keep saying. What are you supposed to say? What are you supposed to say? <laughs> what are you supposed to homologia? <laughs> but I don't know what to say. If you are serious, you find something to say. Because I've said so many things. And you, that's why you keep coming to church. Don't make coming to church become like someone is troubling you. Someone is trying to help you because your life is not the way it should be. So keep coming. Keep coming. And that's why today, you know, I, I stopped the music very early. Because we need to hear something. Because yes. faith comes by yeah. hearing. And then... And listen, one of the things I realized you can do for yourself, when we are singing songs in church, mm. please concentrate and use the songs as your homologia. Mm. We like entertainment and enjoyment. So in the name of Christian, the worst, most of the songs we sing, the worst are loaded. Loaded with homologia. So it's supposed to be your homologia. But it's, be, it's become your entertainment. Your confession. Communicate somebody. Say God's word. When we are singing the words, keep your eyes on the song. Take advantage of the songs and make it your expression. So someone is just dancing. You are confessing yourself, speaking yourself into a miracle, speaking yourself into your testimony, speaking yourself into your victory. That's how faith works. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. In conclusion, verse 24, it says that for that, listen to you like this. Oh, therefore. I say to you, 
Whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Say, will have. Say, will have. Obviously, that is pointing to the future. But your position is when you are praying, believe. Put it back on the screen, please. Believe that what? You have received them. Believe that ye receive them. And you shall have. You shall have. So when you are pray, when you pray, the when is what is, is it pointing to? When? The now of a prayer. At every now of the prayer, believe that whatever you are praying about, you have received them. And guess what? Then you enter to go and take it. You will receive. So it starts with at the time of prayer. Prayer, it has to do with confession. Speaking it. Speak God's word. Speak God. And you know, that's, there's no way I speak it doesn't happen. Can you imagine? If I throw this Bible, you'll catch it. But if I throw the Bible and the Bible bounce, boom, boom, I don't expect that. Because it's not a ball. So normally when you hit it and hit the ball, you jump. Because you're expecting it to come back. So when you pray, now jump and expect the miracle. Because if it works, if you are wondering, is it going to work? Forget it. You don't know what you're talking about. There's no way you can you can hit a ball with a rocket against the wall and think it will come back. Then that's not a wall. And that or that's not a ball. If it's a ball, it's a wall, you have the rocket, hit it, it will come back. The same way, if you have prayer based on God's word, don't be, don't have two minds that is it going to be. Or when you say something, listen, have you noticed that sometimes you can be taking medication and the pain is still there? The same way when you begin to homologia, you may not see because, listen, the results you see depends on what you are expecting. Can you imagine you are looking for a baby? And you start saying, I receive a baby. You don't expect tomorrow morning a baby is there. The, the nature of the miracle will take some time. Do you understand that? So as you confess, it depends on what the, the manifestation has a lot to do with the nature of the, the, the miracle. So keep saying, and, but then what I said earlier is that it must be a habit. Homologia must be habitual. It must be a habit. You keep saying it. Keep saying whether you see it or not. You keep saying what God has said and knowing that it's actually working. Keep saying it, knowing it's working. Keep taking the medication, knowing it's working. Keep taking the medication. You keep taking it, knowing it's working. You keep taking it, knowing it's working. That's how it works. But some of us, we say one, two, three, four. Uh, I, take, I took medication for uh, a supplement for my hair. Three days, is not, my hair is not coming. So I stop. That's how most of us do. I keep confessing the word. Keep confessing the word. Keep confessing the word. Keep confessing the word. Amen. He said, if you say to this mountain, be moved and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that whatever you say will uh-huh. come to pass, you shall have whatever you say. Thank you, Lord. This evening, I prophesy over your life. Amen. That the last time Satan bullied you will be the last time ever he got to you. Yeah. He said, Satan has sought to shift, shift you like we, but I pray for you that your faith, what Satan cannot stand is your faith. I prophesy over your life that the grace to walk by faith, the grace to live by faith, may it come upon you. You will no longer be a victim in life. You will always be a victor. You shall always be a victor because of your faith. Your faith is working for you. Your faith is growing. You are growing strong in your faith. I prophesy, you are growing strong in your faith. You are growing strong in your faith. Hallelujah. Rise to your feet, lift up your hands and begin to pray by faith. Pray and address anything that requires the hand of God in your life. Begin to address your finances. Begin to address your your marriage. Begin to address issues regarding your health. Begin to address it. Begin to pray. Speak what God's word has said right now. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Speak God's word to your situation. Speak God's word to your marriage. Speak God's word to your family life. Speak God's word. 
if you are not saved, you are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, yes, Lord, pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.